extra spooktacular episode of dwn productions thc podcast sponsored by fast custom shirts here at boygob.com new year new you you fucks joe how have you been it's been a minute i've been new tom i've been new Mm. all day Uh, and improved no (laughs) not at all not at all um yeah, we haven't uh, spoken in a while. Well, aside from texts just calling each other pricks and assholes and stuff. <laughs> um, yeah, I went down to Corpus for the for the holiday, you know, to see the family and everything. And it got real cold at that time. And uh, I got sick. So I've been sick for shit. I mean, since I got back. So, you know, just doing all the coughing and sneezing and shit running out my nose and stuff. You know, all that fun stuff, man. Uh, is it feline but, aids probably Fuck. probably but but uh i guess that's curable because i seem to be on the mend yeah and you uh, find out what it is just a regular cold or yeah lisa like insisted that i take a covid test at one point because my mom when we went down there had covid okay but like what am i gonna do not go see my <laughs> fucking you know, yeah. It's yes, Joe. Think of everybody else. Yeah. Don't be a super spreader. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> uh, I didn't have COVID. You know, according to that test, you can not that have Chinese-made test. They, they don't know, man. They don't know what that shit is. They don't know if you have it or not. It's just a bunch of bullshit to sell soda. And uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> well, I mean, you know, it was a quiet Christmas. It was okay. You know, how was your Christmas, Tom? Uh, it was all right. It was pretty good. Uh, yeah, I mean, it was it was a fucking another one. So, I mean, I'm happy for that. It was a good one. So, thank the fuck. 
I uh, just didn't really feel too much like Christmas this year. I agree. I don't. All right. So then you're the third person I talked to who's uh, said that too. I don't know what the fucking deal is, but I don't know. Something went on and it just didn't feel a lot like Christmas. However, Joe, you know what I said? I said to myself, it's Christmas Eve. I haven't drank liquor since last Christmas Eve. I'm going to, on the way home from going to see Lori's family, going to stop at the old liquor store and get a bottle of that sweet brown liquor. However, Joe, when I arrived at Lori's house, I was presented with a bag containing a bottle of that sweet brown liquor. <laughs> so was it in a velvety no bag? Need. <clears throat> no, no, I am not a whiskey man. I am a very simple man. Just give me some brown rum, preferably Captain Morgan, and and we're and we're good. Yeah. And uh, yeah, there's a reason I don't drink liquor anymore because I can drink the whole goddamn bottle and still <laughs> want to drink more. Where's some other shit? All this is fucking gone. And then you know you feel like yeah, I'm fucking ready to do this shit i'm gonna watch this movie and then uh, everything just goes downhill and you start feeling all that liquor you drink how do you uh how so, do you have your rum you drink it straight or you drink it with a soda water yeah i put some pop in it it's mostly fucking rum though if we're being fucking honest engine here joe because mm-hmm. <laughs> i mean fucking rum all it is is fermented sugar cane so I yeah. mean, fuck my feet. <laughs> but, I mean, it's it's sweet enough, but I, I mean uh, that's kind of how I drink it. Uh, while I was sick, I had myself quite a few uh, apple ciders with the uh, spiced rum, Tom. You know, to to help for medicinal purposes. You know, I know the medical. I understand. Hot toddy. Right. Yeah. You know, just like Grandma used to make. Hmm. But, uh, but yeah, so you got drunk on Christmas, or were you yeah, feeling the next day? No, I was all right. All right, good. Yeah. You're I just falling all I, over uh, the place at home. To drink some water. Yeah, they're singing to my dog. What's this world I see? Who are you and who are we? Maybe I just stumbled in the dark. She's just looking at me like, it's Christmas, Tom. What are you doing? Oh, just singing there, Riley. Have a cookie. Merry Christmas. Mm. And then, yeah, next day was uh, Christmas, and it was what it was. So yeah. it was good. Thank you for asking, Joe. So then there was a I work- hope yours went well, too, because I remember... Yeah, I mean, I think we have a delay. Probably. Um, (laughs) So we had a work week, and then we had the New Year's festivities going on. So, did you enjoy your New Year's Eve, Tom? Yeah, I mean, my work week was an actual work week. 
Today is the first. I worked today. Yesterday was New Year's Eve. I worked yesterday. Happy to say after today, I have one more piece of a Black Friday order to finish. And then those are all done. So thanks, everybody, for their patience. couple people did hit me up and said, oh, mate, where's my shit? Yeah. And I was just like, hey, just hold on a minute. I'm working on her now. But uh, for the most part, I didn't get that. So thank you. I appreciate that for sure. And even if you did, you know, maybe you're just excited to get the shit. I, excuse me. I understand. It uh, it is what it is though. And uh, shit's going out Tuesday because the fucking post office is closed tomorrow. That's fucked. Like today's fucking yeah. goddamn New Year's. Yeah, they're but cheating. You whatever. Know, they're the banks are doing the same damn thing too which is stupid but uh mm-hmm. i don't know i don't know man um yeah Something's so wrong with the world today yeah last night did uh did quite a bit of drinking too hadn't intended to cuz uh, early in the day like at noon i was looking for something to take you know some medicine or whatever we had here and i saw some pills I was like what are these oh uh Benadryl. This is heroin. Benadryl's good for sickness, right? And I took it, and I was like, "Wait a minute, is this the one that makes you feel sleepy?" Yeah, it is. So I went and laid down. I slept for like four hours, which is good, which I think I needed. But then last night I couldn't go to sleep, you know. And it's like this is midnight. I think it's when I started drinking, and uh, yeah, you know, I thought, well, I'll have a couple of beers and then I'll be able to fall asleep. Nope. Was wide awake and uh, was up till six in the morning, listening to, to Dio. <laughs> See, so we could have recorded this yesterday. Well, everybody I else was up was till up. about three. Yeah, everybody else was up till about four. So. Oh shit! Yeah. They had me beat. Mm-hmm. It's a younger <laughs> crowd, Tom. <laughs> oh shit! You're not allowed to be around them, Joe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> don't tell anybody but but yeah that was that i'm uh i'm glad the holidays are over not a fan well not uh, for the post office they aren't no fuck them <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah i'm guessing you like me watched a lot of shit in that interim and we have a lot of shit to go through uh no i kind of took it a little easy there's a holdover from last time I forgot to talk about, which is surprising because it's a good one, but uh, not as much as I thought. I w- there would have been more because I did a little bonus episode of uh, all the Christmas shit. That's right. Turns out, Joe, my mic wasn't on the first time <laughs> around, so I had to record the whole fucking thing over again. So did you do it live the first time around, too, and mm-hmm. you're just... Talking to nothing. Yeah, like at the number. very there was people in there. Nobody said anything until the very <laughs> end. Someone's like, right. Mike's not on. <laughs> like, you motherfucker. I appreciate you saying that, but somebody could have came in, but I'm sure it was funny. Just like, oh, how long is he gonna go? That fat fucking idiot. <laughs> About 20 some minutes. That's great. Yeah, no, it was pretty funny, but I did the shit again, and uh, yeah, it's up there. If you want to 
Well, I mean, it's like I said when I did it, it's fucking dated now because it's goddamn three Christmas movies. Who the fuck wants to hear anything about Christmas movies now? That's why I said, fuck that, mate. Wrapping it up and throwing it in the bin till next year. So, on that note, let if me go through the Christmas shit. movies that I watched. <laughs> what a piece of shit. <laughs> so, I watched Santa Buddies, The Legend of Santa Paws. Now, this one, uh, the Santa Buddies franchise, it kind of diverges and it opens up uh, this whole Santa Paws offshoot of the franchise. And, uh, but what's weird about this movie, Tom, is it's not really about Santa Paws, it's about Puppy Paws, which is Santa Paws' son. And, uh, <laughs> Puppy Paws is just kind of like a rambunctious dog in the North Pole, you know, uh, because well, he's a puppy, yeah. But Santa Paws is like Santa's right-hand dog, you know, just helping him out, you know, rounding up the reindeer, shit like that. Uh, but a lot of people aren't having that Christmas faith anymore, Tom. And and uh, there's like a special <laughs> icicle in the North Pole that this icicle, the, the bigger it grows, that's like they get power to the uh, factory where they can build the toys and shit. And... Uh, well, Puppy Paws, he just wants to go be a regular dog. And he sneaks off and goes to a little town with other regular dogs. And it just happens to be the buddies, you know, the, the buddies from the from the other franchise. And uh, he's trying to do things like they are, but he keeps on fucking up, man. He's just, like, making a mess in the house. or uh, Well, he gets the attention of the local dog catcher. He was just a mean son of a bitch, you know. And this guy... He's just—he's got a heart of ice, Tom. <laughs> Thank fuck for global warming; it'll melt that shit. Well, I mean, the power of love that uh, Puppy Paws remembers. That's a good me. one too. This is what Christmas is all about. He's they, yes. to get that Christmas spirit going back again, so that big ice school starts glowing, and that that dog catcher, Ooh, that meal dog catcher. He becomes a nice guy, you know, and gives a puppy to a local family. That that's all they wanted for Christmas was a puppy. Unfortunately, it was a local Chinese family, so they hate that motherfucker. I don't think there was any minorities in this town. This was like a like an early '90s Disney movie, and they weren't really, you know, trying to cater to to Asians or the, the that's so raven crowd, you know, this was just strictly whites. We need the goddamn uh, white money. Yeah. Uh this was Tom Bosley's last last uh performance and he was the voice of Santa Paws. Yeah. So okay, after that I watched a uh, a movie called Pottersville. People have told me, hey, this is a pretty good Christmas. I'll give it a watch. I was at my mom's, you know. doesn't look too offensive or anything. Uh, fuck. Uh, this guy, the, he owns a shop at the at this other little town. And uh, he's just like a, a staple of the community. Comes home one day and finds his wife dressed up like a, I don't know, a rabbit or something. And she's there hanging out with a guy that's dressed as a wolf. They're, they're furries, Tom. They're furries. So, like, Shout how can you stay Chris. married to a furry? You can't. You know, that's like, that's embarrassing. 
And this guy, you know, he gets real drunk one night, you know, gets himself a bottle of rum, you know, the brown stuff. And says, I'll show her and puts on a gorilla costume and goes around the town and people think it's Bigfoot. You know, they think there was a Bigfoot sighting. So the town gets all this uh, publicity and attention and and there's misunderstandings and and it's not funny at all. It's really it's it was a waste of my time. And then, Tom, I saw Krampus, one that was on your, I think, best holiday movie list. So uh, I haven't say seen, Christmas around here, Joe. I haven't seen this movie since it came out in the theater. And uh, it's got some cool shit. It's all right. I like that the movie ends on a bad note. You know, like not everybody, <laughs> you know, it's like, hey, you're fucked. You know, you're trapped in this little snow globe thing. Uh, but. This movie is edited like somebody with Tourette's, man. This like every little scene, it just cut, 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 cut. It was fucking annoying. And it is lit to where you have to watch this movie with the lights off. And even then, I think you, you've really not seen every... It's real hard to watch, man. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm 50-50 on this movie. I kind of like it, but man, that... And it's if I notice the technical shit... You know, because I'm not a technical guy, then then that's fucking bad. But anyway, those were the remainder of my Christmas themed movies. Uh, mm. Fucking great, Joe. <laughs> fucking great. <laughs> and you know what happened? Neither one of us watched that new Jack Frost movie. No, I thought about it the other day and I thought, nah, fuck <laughs> Christmas. It's over. Yeah, that shit is. Dude, the 26th, now pretty much like 9 o'clock on Christmas. It's like, ah, let's hurry up and get to sleep so this shit will be over <laughs> with even sooner. Yeah. Oh, shit, 4.30, huh? I got to get going to bed. <laughs> Where's that NyQuil? Yeah, give me some, some of that Sudafed. I have a Benadryl. I have there a we cold. go. Benadryl, there you go. A mosquito bit me. I need the Benadryl. Mm-hmm. Well, Joe, I have a carryover from last week I didn't talk about. That it is enough, but you the seventh about. curse. The seventh yeah, curse. I just fucking go out of order on my list when I should just fucking go down them like I'm doing now. Uh, this one's fucking wild. I was going to watch it a few weeks ago, but uh, it's an Asian movie. And it, the copy that I had was not dubbed. So I said, you son of a bitch, referring to myself, I don't want to read right now, so I'm not watching this shit. Yeah, I do. Luckily, I got some books for Christmas. <sighs> Excuse me. Anyways, I seen that uh, there was a new, newish Blu-ray release with a, uh, a dubbed version. And uh, Alex, he said, hey, listen, you, you gotta, it's very good. Just just get it, you fuck. And I said, all right. So I got it. And Joe, it is fucking awesome. It uh I felt like the first time I seen Dead Alive. It hmm. was it was pretty fucking cool to have that feeling knowing there's still fucking badass movies that you haven't seen out there. Don't know how many more times that's gonna happen in my life, but uh I'm very, very happy that uh, I watched The Seventh Curse. The uh, best, I want to say 88 
but I could be wrong. They are 88 films. It's a region B. Okay. So uh, Vinegar Syndrome will probably have it out later this year. Anyways, uh, the best way I could describe this is like Dead Alive kind of meets a Big Trouble in Little China if it wasn't made by a white guy. Uh, it's it's pretty cool. It's uh, There's a lot of shit going on in there. A, uh, I forget what the dude is, but some guy gets cursed. He gets the seventh curse. So he has to go back to the uh, spot that he was cursed at to uh, get the eyes from this giant statue because I guess it holds the cure to the curse. And there's like fucking uh, Vietnamese or Chinese, some shit, <laughs> witch doctors and shit. There's this crazy ass looking little demon baby fucking thing. Uh, dude, it's fucking, it's just wild as shit. I don't want to say a whole lot because it's a definitely worth watching. Uh, I'm very glad that I watched this dubbed version first because like the main bad guy, they fucking dub him to where he sounds like a stereotypical witch. So he just delivers his lines like this. <laughs> it is fucking hilarious. I highly suggest everybody fucking watching or listening to this. Find the dubbed version of The Seventh Curse and watch that shit. It is uh, very fun. And it's there's a bunch of shit in there. So there's going to be something that makes you go, you son of a bitch. It's fucking great. Would... Highly recommend it. As for the special features, uh, no, as I said, for uh, Asian releases before, I'm not. I'm not going to read <laughs> <laughs> a lot of that shit. You know, they're not going to take the time to dub the special features. May uh, I did go through this. I didn't uh, watch them all, but there was like an interview. And I think there's a commentary track with like some historians or whatever, you know, where it's not the people who have anything to do with the fucking movie. Yeah. It's just uh, one of those ones. I think I could probably look at it right now and right let you know really quick. Yeah. Audio commentary by Asian cinema expert, <laughs> whatever the, that's me and you, like I'm saying, I, at least it's on there. If you want to know something about it, they'll fucking tell you. We'll get to that because there was actually one on one of these things. I got a I got a pile of shit that we'll talk about, Joe. But uh, pardon me, the seventh curse. Fuck yeah, go watch it, you fucking idiot. Would recommend. I watched some television, Tom. I uh. I watch a show on Netflix, one of those competition shows, you know, where somebody's eliminated each week. This one was called Metal Shop Masters. And this is a uh, metal artists, and they're all putting shit together like, hey, we want you to do this, you know. This, you know, this piece has got to tell a story about your life, and you got to use these pieces of metal, and you got 10 hours to do it. Uh, it was cool to see all these tools that these people are using that I'll never be able to afford. Uh, some amazing shit that's out there that I can see like, Oh, that's how people make stuff. That's so big. And so, you know, it's just, you know, with a lot of art, 
it depends on how much money you have <laughs> to, you know, the, the bigger you can get, the better you can do, the, the more quality you can put into it. I mean, that you can have all that shit and not be a good artist, but if you are an artist, it certainly fucking helps if you have money. Um, Cause then that'll buy you time as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it was interesting. It was an interesting show. Uh, it was interesting to see some of the techniques I think I saw some tools that I may be able to afford at some point as long as uh, 2023 isn't as uh, cruel to me financially as 2022 was. We'll see. But Don't worry, King uh, Biden's got your back. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. Oh, fuck. Uh, <laughs> well, let's not talk about taxes yet. Um, I'm working yeah. on them this week. Fuck it. So, fuck it. Yeah, so this show, if you're into, I guess if you're just into art, it's all right. And you like those kind of competition shows. Like Lisa likes those shows. So it's like, all right, this one we can watch together, you know, because it's not about baking like oh. the one she watches. So I can give a shit about crumpets and, you know, snickerdoodles. <laughs> yeah, so watch that. Well, Joe, uh, I watched not a competition show. Or I couldn't say I watched. I tried to watch a competition movie, a movie called Stiff Competition. Have you heard of this one, Joe? No. So uh, it's a movie about the underground world of sucking dick and raising the ranks and becoming a world championship dick sucker. It was described as the uh, Rocky of blowjob movies. <laughs> and I've been thinking about getting it. I'm like, oh, I'll wait till it's on sale. It's one of these vinegar syndrome <laughs> things. I thought you said, I've been there thinking about getting into those competitions. <laughs> <laughs> After watching fucking Lionheart, I was like, God damn it. So, uh, yeah, I'd be like, all right, I'll uh, pull the trigger on one of these when it's on sale. It sounds pretty fucking funny. And in the end, it's just a movie with broad sucking dick. And it's just like, I can't, I can't watch this shit. There's like some funny shit, but it's just like, what the fuck am I doing? <laughs> I'm not going to sit here and fucking, I, I tried just not for me. I don't. A different time, I guess, Joe. Uh, different time. The lady was doing a nice job at it, I'll say that, but then in, in the end, you're just watching an old lady suck a cock. and mm, I don't know. There was some funny stuff, but I can't watch that shit. And you said this is an 88 Films movie? No, this is a Vinegar Syndrome. Uh, yeah. Okay. So if you're looking for it, Joe, probably have one for sale. The time I watched season five. Premise uh, is funny. I just. Of Rick and Morty. Now, this show is not for everybody, but I think it's funny. If you're a fan of uh, guys like Rob Schraub, who is a producer and writer and does some of the voices on it, you may uh dig it uh fuck it's great shit is great man i watch this show and i'm just there laughing at this shit it's fucking clever it is uh the best science fiction show currently 
on TV because their storylines, as ridiculous as they are, that's like, hey, that's a fucking science fiction story. This is some good shit. And I highly recommend it. Kudos to you, Rob Schraub. You finally did something that made it out there. <laughs> you know, people people love it. Yeah. Anyone suck any cacks? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Alien. Yeah, not in the show, but I mean someone's <laughs> probably doing it right now. I mean, I, I don't know much about Rob Schraub, mm. but you know, who knows? <laughs> He does live in Hollywood. Hollywood land. Did you watch that one, Joe? No, I was going to put it on earlier, and then I said, you know what? I don't feel like watching movies right now. Well, while you uh, pulled one of your DVDs out, I was thinking of a new segment to bring to the show that I might as well bring up to you now. You mentioned maybe on the last one where you said, oh, I'm going to start going through my movies and see what needs to replenish the for sale bin. Mm-hmm. So maybe every week we both pick a movie from our fucking thing and see if it makes the cut or not. How does that sound? That sounds all right, Tom. Okay. <laughs> Probably better than Spider-Man, huh? we'll get to that (laughs) yeah i mean you don't have to pick out a bad movie you pick out a good movie every week if you wanted to well i've got a lot of movies in my collection that i haven't even watched so that's what i've been trying to do is go through and watch some of that shit and figure hey am i gonna keep this movie did i waste 10 bucks 12 bucks back in the day or i don't know I don't know. What else did you watch, Tom? Joe, I watched Freeway. The new release. Can't really see it because there's a big glare. Fuck you. The movie's fucking great. We talk about this one often. It comes up often on the show is what I should say. fucking great don't know how great it would be if uh reese witherspoon wasn't in the lead role because she fucking kills that shit i don't know if it's because of who she turned into and there's a novelty of seeing her curse (laughs) and act like a little hood rat and shit i mean that definitely helps but uh the movie's fucking great if you haven't seen freeway go fucking see freeway it's good shit uh, it's been a couple years since I've seen it. I uh, I only bought this one because I when they release or they put the thing up, it was just like, hey, we got Freeway, you bitch. I was just like, oh hell yeah, I'm gonna go watch Freeway, and then I didn't have the DVD. I was like, oh shit, I could have swore I did. So I picked this fucking thing up. It looks good, sounds good, uh, special features or whatever. The dude who made it, he's like, uh, he was in Oingo Boingo, which I think was Danny Elfman's band before he did scores or yeah. some shit. And he's just like an old burnout guy just saying, oh, I didn't know what I was doing. But, uh, you know, he just did it and it's pretty good. So I was just like, okay, 
that was whatever. There's an interview with him, a commentary with him, both pretty much saying the same things. A couple things kind of contradict each other, but drugs maybe? I don't know. But there was that uh, couple interviews with who gives a fuck actors, no offense, guys. There was like the black dude who was the cop and uh, the undercover cop at the very beginning who uh, the mom's like, you want your wiener sucked? Like that dude's in the movie for two minutes. What the That's fuck? they can get. I mean, they, yeah. they're not going to get Kiefer Sutherland. They're not no, going to get, I, I, you know. I understand. But... Woodbine, you know. Even <laughs> he's, he's not even big. in this movie as much as I remember. That dude is out of this movie so fucking quick and hardly has any scenes. That was fi- probably the most revealing thing about this rewatch. <sighs> Isn't it like him for them to always kill that guy first? Piece of shit. <laughs> How dare they? What else is on here? I mean, there's a good amount of shit. All the other special features are ported over from past releases, but realistically the special features i didn't find fucking that great or entertaining or whatever however the movie's fucking awesome and that's why i overpaid for this without the (laughs) slip cover because fuck that i don't need that bullshit joe but i did want a copy of freeway on the old shelf so i'm not one of those fucking idiots say oh i need it i need to get that's Come on, know the difference between a want and a need, you fucking idiots. Yeah, please. I've got the the DVD, and that's good enough. You know, I don't need to upgrade. Um, I remember, uh, I think I'd listened to the commentary, director's commentary on that, or maybe I saw an interview with the dude, but he seemed, like, really obsessed with Reese Witherspoon like, like when he's talking about her in that old commentary, it's like he's in love with her. Hmm. You know, it's just, oh, just, you know, look at her face there. Look, look, look at these gestures she makes. I mean, she was just perfect. You know, it's just like, it was weird. It was an odd, uh, an odd commentary. Uh, but I yeah, listened to the, so I'm, I'm sorry, continue. Right. But I'm saying she is uh, outstanding in it. And, you know, you know, just, she just plays this dumb bitch perfectly. You know, she's fucking great, man. Yeah, it was uh it was it's good shit for sure. If you don't have it, I would say wait until uh July or whatever when they have their next half off thing and then definitely pick it up there because the movie's fucking worth the 20 bucks or whatever to get a nice ass looking Excuse me presentation of it but uh and hey maybe you'll dig the fucking special features and shit i'm just saying as a guy who listens and watches like fucking all the shit on all the discs that i get except those asian ones that we talked about uh it was whatever however joe the special features on this one freeway 2 confessions of a trick baby are a little better uh, the interview with the director on this one's a little better. He spends most of the time talking about Freeway, the first one, which was <laughs> weird. But whatever. And I think this one has like a commentary track from uh, somebody who's not uh, affiliated with the shit. 
No, this one did have uh, the one with the director, too. And I think this commentary track was better on uh, Freeway 2. But uh, Freeway 2, the movie itself, it's fucking weird. Definitely not as good of a movie, like a well-made good movie is the first one. But Freeway 2 is fucking ridiculous. And the fucking lead, Natasha Leone, is that her name? Yeah, mm-hmm. she uh, she's not taking anything fucking seriously. She's motherfucker talking like this. My name's Billy fucking Tuffington, and I'll fuck you up, motherfucker, and shit like that. It's just goddamn fucking ridiculous, and it's worth watching it for that shit alone. Uh, it's fucking wild. They kind of say Hansel and Gretel, like that's the fairy tale they were doing in this one. But after yeah. watching it, it's like, mm, not really, but okay. They have yeah, like five, there's like there's five like, minutes of actual Hansel and Gretel shit compared yeah. to fucking the last <laughs> movie where the whole thing was fucking Big Bad Wolf and shit. But uh, yeah, it's uh, definitely worth watching if you like silly, ridiculous fucking bullshit. Like, it's fucking nonsensical fucking lunacy, just... Like, motherfucker talking like this, I'm a fucking lady. Fucking silly fucking shit, Joe. I like it. I don't have that one on DVD, uh, but even though I like it, I don't feel the need to buy it. You know, I don't want to keep adding shit when I'm trying to get rid of stuff. So, yeah. Yeah. Don't need it. Thanks anyway, Vinegar Syndrome. I understand. No, this was not them. Uh, who did this one? Uh, bah, 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 bah. I can't see. Sorry. Dark Force. Never heard go. of them. Yep, me neither. So they released that. Uh, let's see. I watched season two of Snowfall. And this is the series that's set in the 80s and has to do with the rise of cocaine, how it, uh, you know, got into the ghettos, how the CIA helped it happen. And uh, it's, you know, follows the uh, Mexican cartels, the black mobs and the the CIA. But uh, I mean, it's good. It's an entertaining show, but it's not great. You know, it's... uh, I'll keep watching it. I don't know what season they're on now. I I think it's still going, but I don't know. I'm always like five, six years behind on everything. So, so fuck it. You know, Snowfall, (laughs) if that's your kind of thing, give it a watch. It's on Hulu or FX if they've got an app. I'm sure they do. Every channel's got a fucking app. So, yeah. Taco Bell has a fucking app. They do. With with the specialty products you can only order through the app. You can hey, only Taco get Bell. a two-for-one chicken sandwich from Popeye's if you use the app. That's I'm sorry. I'm not getting a fucking app for a goddamn fast food place. Mm-mm. It ain't it ain't happen. I'd rather just not go and eat a little fucking healthier. <laughs> if we're being honest here. I know this is like old man shit, not fucking going with the times, but how about you suck my fucking dick? All right. I'm no, fuck you. I'll just not, I just won't go. Okay. 
I just won't fucking go. But hopefully, since I only have one more Black Friday order to finish, you'll go to dwnproductions.net. Peruse all the fine, fine items and uh, go to Fast Custom Shirt as well. I was thinking Joe would be a little longer. So no, FastCustomShirts.com. To show well. it when we talk about it. What else did you watch, Tom? Joe, I watched a movie called Solomon King. Have you heard of it? Maybe. Is this a black exploitation flick? This is. This is another new release from Vinegar Syndrome. It's one of their partner labels, but let's be honest. They're fucking, that's the only place people are buying this shit is off the fucking Vinegar Syndrome site. So, uh, it's whatever, dude. <laughs> this is like some long lost black exploitation movie that uh, somebody found and said, hey, we're going to, we're going to restore it and put it out. So they had a Kickstarter campaign to get some money to restore it. And it's just fucking lame. Like this. Uh, businessman he wanted to make a black exploitation movie like without the stereotypes and fucking violence and nudity and shit so i mean what the fuck are you just you just <laughs> left with piss poor filmmaking right mm -hmm. so i mean good for you for trying to do the movie like there's some funny shit in it because the filmmaking is not good like six 70% of the dialogue is just over footage from like far away or people in a car where their mouths aren't even talking. They just needed to fucking put exposition there. And we're just throwing together whatever the fuck we have. It's bad. Uh, there's a dance scene that goes on for like maybe five minutes and it's just a fill time. It's just like, six people on the dock and on a boat just fucking dancing weird and then it hard cuts to fucking old solomon king and his buddies floating on a raft at night and they're going to attack a fucking palace with like grenades and shit so i mean that's kind of funny like the hard jump to one thing to another but it's just it's kind of lousy kind of lame there's some fucking, like I said, shit to laugh at because of the poor filmmaking, but I mean, there's more entertaining movies that are made shittily that you can fucking laugh at. So, uh, I guess this is the, uh, movie we're doing the, uh, new segment on because this is going in the for sale, for sale bin, which it'll probably just get sold online because nobody will want to buy this fucking thing in person. Uh, fucking Solomon King, he gets like some fucking oil in the Middle East or something, but some other fucking <laughs> Arab guy who's played by a white guy wants his land. So the princess has to come live with them and they fall in love and then the princess is assassinated. So he goes and gets revenge and it's who gives a fuck. I've been talking about it too long. Good for this guy for fucking making a movie and all that shit. But there's better fucking way better black exploitation movies to fucking to watch than old Solomon King. <laughs> 
So what's it look like? Hold up the Joe. I didn't uh, bring this one because it is already in the for sale. Ah, I took pictures of it the other day and put it in the fucking for sale box. Okay. I thought about that. Lori's asleep in the room that the box happens to be in. So I was like, oh, fuck it. Make a lot of noise and shit. But I definitely, once again, did overpay to watch that movie. So. But Tom, I I watched a couple more movies uh, to close out 2022. You know, some Mm. of the movies that people uh, have been raving about. And, uh, well, let me ask you this before you say any of these movies. Would any of them have made either of your lists? No. Um, That's good. The first one is one that you didn't care for because uh, you just don't like Asians. <laughs> uh, everything, everywhere, all at once. And uh, this is a movie about an Asian lady. And her Asian family, and she gets caught up in some time anomaly shit because her daughter from another timeline has superpowers or something and wants to fuck everything up, you know? But uh, little did she know, things were already fucked up, you know? Everybody was miserable. All she had to do was let them keep on living, you know? And that would have been her revenge, but uh, no, this movie, uh, it's got some funny stuff, but uh, it's not as great as everybody's raving it to be. It's not, oh, so inventive. No, if you read comic books, you've seen this storyline every fucking year. Uh, <laughs> if you read science fiction novels, it's been going on since the 70s, these storylines. Uh, so there's nothing original if to you it. You watch movies. Yeah, it's just, you know, it's innovative and they're all Asian, you know, and Jamie Lee Jerklin's in there, you know, without makeup this time. So you get to see what she really looks like. Um, Yeah, I mean, like, it's not a bad movie, but it's long. Fuck, is it long? And so, like, I got kind of bored with it. It's kind of all right. Speed it along. You know, can we go to a timeline where they've cut 20 minutes out of this movie? Instead, I don't know. I mean, give it a watch if you must, but you don't have to. (laughs) I mean, it's worth a watch for sure. It's just fucking severely overrated. But I mean, it's all right. It was just uh, really fucking hyped up. So when I was in the theater, I was just like, oh, I mean, that was all right. And I'm just, (laughs) I'm getting tired of old Jimmy Lee, too. So that didn't help. Mm Mm-hmm. You want? She was doing some fucking goddamn Natasha Leone acting in this fucking thing. <laughs> That's for goddamn sure. Yeah, I mean, if you're interested, give it a watch. But uh, I mean, I'll never watch it again. It was all right. I didn't fucking yeah. hate it. Just kind of overrated. So the next one, Tom, is a movie I should have known not to watch because fucking Ty West has never made a movie that I liked. But everybody was raving about this this year, and this is a movie called X. And it is about a group of assholes 
that decide to make a porno flick. You know, they're gonna they're gonna make it big by making a porno flick. So they rent out a cabin on this farm and they're shooting their porno and whatever. And this old lady's there. Probably some fucking ropes too, right? Yeah, I I don't know, man. (laughs) They just uh the old lady, you know, wants to feel sexy again. You know, she's getting all turned on by the shit that they're doing. And her old man eh, um, kidnaps one of them. And I don't know, they're trying to kidnap all the bitches and kill them or whatever. And it sucks. It just really, really sucks. Um, fuck. Fuck this guy. <laughs> everybody's like oh you need to watch pearl it's even better i'm not gonna watch pearl you know i've learned my lesson with this dude fuck this dude i'm never watching another movie that he does ever again ty west go fuck yourself oh shit yeah i was fucking i didn't have anything to watch this was before uh fucking these movies came in and I was just like, man, I got some red box credit. I'll just fucking go get X and Pearl just for the just for the fuck of it to talk about. And I was like, nah, what the fuck are you even thinking this shit for, you fucking idiot? You're a smarter man than me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and, and people are like comparing it to the Texas Chainsaw Massacre because it takes place on a farm. That's the only <laughs> fucking just like the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. <laughs> yeah. The beginning in that one scene, maybe? Yeah, fuck. And they're in a van. They're driving a van. Okay, I see it. I see it now. it's the 70s and they're hippies. It's in Texas. It takes place in Texas. Uh, Yeah, skip this movie. Uh, If you've seen it and you like it, fuck you too. Uh, (laughs) You stupid piece of shit. Yeah. I don't know. I haven't seen the movie. (laughs) Oh, shit. Hold on. Do I have that fucking thing? (laughs) You still have the red box there? No, it wasn't there like... I had that card from A24. Wasn't that an X thing? I don't know. I probably threw it it the fuck away. It was an A24 movie. I thought, oh, Tom probably has seen this. I was going to send it to you. Hmm. Fucking pricks. So you got anything other to wrap out 2022 with? Well, that's all 20. I've still seen, like, I've got five other movies that I watched. But those are my last 2022s. Uh, I can go go through these real quick. Unless you've seen something else, too. You haven't talked. Yeah, I've got a couple more. All right. Let me grab some water while you're doing it. I'm still here. I'm listening. (laughs) I'm still here. Please, please head on over to FastCustomShirts.com and check out their hundreds, maybe even thousands and a couple t-shirt designs, most of which are the low, low price of $10, unless you're a big fat fuck of a man like myself or Brendan Frazier, and then you'll have to pay a couple more dollars. However, Joe... I saw a movie called Tyrannosaur. Have you heard of it? Fuck, I forgot about that. I meant to 
to watch that one. I forgot all about it. Should we hold off on this, or is this going to be one of those things you never watch and it turns into a Is it something that I can easily watch? Joe, this movie Tyrannosaur starts out with with one (laughs) of those blokes, you know, one of those, oh, call me Parker Mouth. Oh, motherfucker, I'm all, I'm all pissed off and shit. God damn it. I just lost me money at the motherfucking gambling hole and shit. Oh, I got my little fucking dog tied up outside. All right, you little bitch, let's go home. Boop, boop, boop. Hey, quit barking, you fuck. Boop. And he kicks the fucking dog to death. And then the fucking title of the movie comes up. And right there, I wanted to turn it off. I was like, what the fuck? This is like a little beagle dog. And it's just there like, hey, calm down, buddy. It's all right, dog's just looking at me. Wham! Just kicks the fucking shit out of this little goddamn dog. And I was like, fuck this guy. Fuck this guy. Fuck this whole goddamn fucking movie. And uh, after the credits, it's just him walking back remorseful with his dog fucking half dead and shit. And I was just like, what the fuck? Why the fuck? What the fuck? It was like the worst goddamn shit I've ever seen in a fucking movie. So that's probably the worst shit in the movie at the first fucking five minutes or so it's goddamn awful. And, uh, the dog was an excellent actor (laughs) and everybody else in this movie is an excellent fucking actor. I would say if you want to watch people act their fucking asses off, fast forward, like the first five fucking minutes (laughs) and then watch this shit. But, yeah, I'm one of those don't fuck with the dog, especially when it's on some bullshit like this. So does that scene even have anything to do with the story? I mean, you're just supposed to see that this guy's a miserable fucking piece of shit. So what's how do I have him fucking kick his goddamn dog to death? Yeah, you can just like. <laughs> kind of have a piece of dialogue where another character says, hey, that guy's just a miserable piece of shit. Or he can fucking kick this little goddamn dog to death. Yeah. Mm. And then walk home with it all half dead and sad. So what I was asking, is it something that I can easily watch, like I can find to watch? Oh, I thought you meant like morally. No. <laughs> That's why I said all that shit. Yeah, I, yeah, like, I know where you were going. I just didn't want to interrupt you. You were you're very passionate there, Tom. Well, don't fuck with the dogs, goddammit. <laughs> oh yeah, I would think so. I would think so, Joe. You've used the streaming service to uh watch many things in the past. Okay. If you right, didn't uh, see that you were looking down, it was a wink. I'll try to, oh, oh, I will watch it this week, and we can discuss in depth next week. They act their fucking asses off, but that shit at the beginning really knocks it down for me. And you're supposed to, like, fucking, like, you're supposed to win him over, like, oh, he's maybe not that bad of a guy. Mm. 
but we'll talk about that next week, maybe. Um, I watched Ted Bundy, American Boogeyman. Uh, for you said the movie you watched was filled with with outstanding acting. Uh, this is the direct opposite of that. This this is a piece of shit movie. Uh, the Ted Bundy story has been done to death, and most of them are bad. You know, there's maybe one or two good ones. This this is not one of them. This one, Tom, get this. It, it's about a female investigator that uh, nobody wants to believe, and she she's profiling him. Before profiling was a thing, she had, you know, this is what he's been doing, and it sucks. It's just stupid. Um, well, at least we can take solace in the fact that she was getting paid a fraction of what a man. Would. Yeah, I would hope. You know, I mean, some things just shouldn't change. But uh, yeah, this movie sucks. I watched it because, uh, like, I feel the need since we pay for some of these streaming services that man, I should watch some of the shit that's on them. You know, and this is like Hulu's got the worst selection of movies. And I think that's where I watched this on. You know, Hulu, fuck you too, man. Well, I mean, it's mostly TV shit on Hulu, right? With their originals. Yeah, that's that's why uh, that's why Lisa has it. Because she watches a bunch of TV garbage on there. You know, that's different from the garbage that I watch and enjoy. But, uh, but yeah. <laughs> fuck. Oh, it's me now. Joe, I watched Lieutenant Jangles. This is, a, <laughs> this is not a movie about sucking dick. <laughs> you sure? Yes. Uh, this is a movie from the land down under. Yeah. And uh, it's supposed to be like a throwback to uh, 80s cop movies. But it's just Aussie the fuck up. So, uh, man, I'm not sure if they're like playing up their accents a lot more than they are. But, dude, just fucking listening to these people talk and say like cunt and dick, that was enough to just have me fucking laughing because I'm an ignorant asshole. <laughs> but the movie's pretty good. This is what like no low budget movie should be. It shouldn't be bullshit that's fucking just shot over a weekend out in the fucking woods or whatever. Uh, this, I, I think it took them a couple years to finish. And I think they said the budget was around like $5,000 to $8,000. Looks like a lot more, but uh, you could tell that it was a lower, no budget movie. But it's pretty good, man. A lot of fucking, you know, backyard filmmakers could look at this shit and realize to take their fucking time and actually make something entertaining it was fucking it was surprisingly good especially because i bought it from vinegar syndrome you see <laughs> <laughs> but it would make sense because it was one of their partner labels but yeah it was it's fucking good uh if you just like fucking just silly juvenile fucking humor Watch it for sure, Joe. I think you might even get a fucking kick out of this one. It's uh, it's definitely funny shit. The commentary track was great. 
It was uh, the director, the producer, and then for some reason they had like a film critic on with them. Uh, it was fucking, they were talking about the movies, but it was just like no bullshit how we just talk and go on about fucking whatever. They brought up Orgasmo. They brought up Mortal Kombat. I was like, fuck it. I'm in. <laughs> fucking the movie's great. Now you're mentioning this great shit. I'm fucking in. And then there's like a feature length documentary on it. Blooper reels, fucking behind the scenes shit. It's a fucking, out of all the shit I got from them, this fucking package, this was probably the fucking standout of the thing for sure. Reminded me a lot of race war, not trying to suck my own cock, but it felt like that kind of movie, even though this one definitely looks a lot fucking better. But uh, it reminded me of that kind of fucking independent, just trying to be funny, make a funny thing instead of, oh, we got to shoot this and fucking edit it in a weekend. So the money we get for it, you know, actually be worth our time instead of, you know, trying to make an entertaining, good, quote unquote, movie. But highly, highly recommend this one fucking, fucking funniest shit. Just a little too long. So be aware of that. But hearing these fucking Australians say, oh, cunt, dick. Fucking funny as shit, Joe. Funny as shit. Would recommend. Dahmer versus Gacy. I've seen that one. Uh, no, I haven't seen it. It's in the oh, chat. Oh, thank God. <laughs> That, that looks shitty. And uh, yeah, HBO Max is all right. There's some good shit on there. But this is. If not you like Warner Brothers. And I watched Strange Invaders. It's part of this four movie set. Again, this shit's been sitting in my fucking collection for, I don't know, 10 years. So I'm finally watching these. And Strange Invaders is a flick I saw when shit when I was a kid. And I remember liking it as a kid, and, and I always forgot the name of it. And as I'm watching it, oh, yeah, this is that one movie. And it's not very good. You know, I was a dumb kid. And, uh, I mean, the aliens, the aliens look pretty cool, but the storyline is just kind of dumb. Uh, aliens have been living in a small town, America, so they could study uh, humanity. And then they're going to stick around for like 25 years and... And then go back. But any humans that go there get killed because they don't want to be exposed. You know, and, and one guy stumbles upon him. He gets away. He escapes. And he's trying to prove their existence. They're trying to kill him. Uh, turns out that uh, that his wife, uh, like their kid is an alien. Like his wife was from that town. So she's an alien. Ah, it's fucking dumb. It's really dumb. Um <laughs> There's a lot of people in this that like, oh, I know this guy from that movie. You know, it's one of those movies. Uh, I can't recommend it. Strange Invaders? Nah. Uh, <laughs> other than this, because I don't think you'll be finding this, unless after I watch these other three, you find it in my for sale box, <laughs> uh, which you more than likely will, because I've never seen the other ones either. Invaders from Mars, and I don't know what's that. Oh, shit. Is here? that the Toby Hooper one? I don't know. Let me see. If it is, it's fucking awesome. It doesn't say, but it is. Uh, is that Karen no. Black on the front? No, it's nineteen sixty-six. Oh, it's the original one. So it's the original. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
Yeah. Toby Hooper one's fucking great. I haven't seen that one either. Especially, you know, I don't think PG Toby 13. Hooper's all that. You know, he's not a very impressive filmmaker, Tom. I mean, uh, I don't care for Eating Alive, Funhouse. That uh, gin movie he made was not good. We'll get to gins later. <laughs> hey, you like the new layout? <laughs> I the do. The Persian one I made was fucking terrible. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, what the fuck? Are these some bootleg Muslims? <laughs> what the fuck kind of show is this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I just came out. Ah, we'll just do a different type of thing. Let's go around and hope better on the next one. It's pretty classy. I was going to have one where, like, the space that you see us, there was going to have, like, a 50%. It's supposed to be a jewel, a fire opal <laughs> ah, in the background, cool. if you can't tell. But I had the opacity set to 50, so it, oh, we're inside the jewel. <laughs> I said, no, let's not do that. <laughs> You watch anything else? Oh, shit. I hope not, Joe. Yeah, I tried to watch something else, but we'll just talk about it when we get to that pile of fucking shit. Okay. Uh, well, I also watched uh, this one from a land down under, Tom. It's called The Tracker. And it's about this this abo, this aborigine, and he's, uh, he's leading a posse to go chase this other abo who uh, is accused of murdering a white woman. So, um, you see all these accolades it gets right here? That's because... Uh, That's how you know it's good. Yeah. It is, it's actually a pretty good movie. It's real slow. It's one of these uh, classy revenge movies. Um, not everything is what it seems, is what it says in the back. But now you pretty much figure out what you know what's going on pretty quick in the movie you know yeah you know they're just treating this dude like shit and he's like just kind of fucking with them leading them deeper into the desert and yeah he's gonna get his he's gonna get his they're gonna see they're gonna see and they do uh it's got some good music this uh i don't know archie roach archie roach is some aboriginal singer and uh it's some fucking good songs. I liked it. I'd like to get some of his uh, some of his albums, Tom. Yeah. And vinyl. Yeah, yeah, or cassette tape, as you you know your you kids would do. But uh, yeah, I, I would recommend wanna... the tracker. And if you want it, it'll be in my for sale box uh, because I liked it. But I don't think I'm ever going to watch it again. You know, <laughs> it got three and a half stars. You know. <laughs> Roger Ebert said it's haunting. Mm. He, that fucking. <laughs> it won best film and best actor. And I don't know if anybody else was in the competition, but, you know, it won. Yeah. And then, Tom, I watched, uh, rewatched a movie called Night of a Thousand Cats. So I noticed it was a. Uh, on one night when I couldn't sleep because I'm all feverish and sick and everything. Ah, watch Night of a Thousand Cats. And uh, this is a, a Rene Cardona movie. Remember I had that set that I'm selling, the Ray Cardona connection, collection? 
well, connection collection. Well, there was that one movie that I watched that I said, man, I almost turned it off because, you know, he does some fucking mean shit to animals, you know, to a dog specifically. And in this one, this guy didn't give a fuck about animals. I mean, at all. There's one scene where this guy just throws a cat, like, fucking far and hard. and Get it around your like, head just like a helicopter. Skates, you know, the cat's all twisting around in the air and, like, God damn, you know, I don't like cats myself, but still, you know, there's no need for that. Um, this is just about a guy that flies around in his helicopter, meets chicks, takes them back to his castle, kills them, keeps the heads in the jar, and then feeds the bodies to his cats. And that's it. That's the movie. Does that a few times. Uh, then, Tom, I watched a movie uh, that was recommended to the show. And this is a, a full moon. Fuck you, Tony. <laughs> Baby oopsie. <sighs> Let me start by saying I'm not familiar with the Demonic Toys franchise. I've never seen any of those movies. You know, I, I think I have one comic of Demonic Toys versus uh, Puppet Master or something. But uh, so I, I. Baby oopsie is fresh to me. Tom. You like fun movies and you like comedy and low budget stuff. So I'm sure you'd love this. Uh, you know, no offense to Chris Seaver, but I turned this on and it looked like a Chris Seaver movie. And I was just like, I know Full Moon's just fucking pumping shit out to, you know, pump shit out, but full moon movie shouldn't look like a fucking backyard movie that some fucking young 20 year old kid made with a bunch of his fucking friends and shit uh the look of it alone fucking pissed me off them just fucking just the director whoever this fucking horrible horrible man was was just making fun of this fat lady the whole time during the 14 minutes i could stomach before I had to run to the bathroom with horrible, horrible diarrhea. And I vomited at the same time. And it was one of those hard vomits, Joe, where snot came out of my nose, too. And I said, Lori, give me <laughs> water, please. <laughs> and it was just a fucking mess. Somehow... My fucking penis was down in the toilet bowl and I started pissing. And you know, the little crack between the toilet seat and the actual toilet, my piss started shooting out from there and got all over the back of my fucking legs and shit. It was a goddamn mess, Joe. All because fucking Tony said, Oh, you should watch Baby Oopsie. And I wasn't going to. But Joe was just like, oh, yeah, he watches the show and comments. I, I'll watch it for you. And I was just like, yeah, Joe's, Joe's white. I should give it a shot, too. So I did. And then I puked, pissed, and shit all over the goddamn place. It was no bueno. Would not recommend even watching the 14 minutes that fucking my body physically rejected. Well, Tom, I thought this was a pretty fucking good movie. Uh, mm. working That's only because you like the, the last and mock fat people. Of, 
of their budget. Um, you know, this, you know, what, what you say is like, oh, they're making fun of fat people. No, I think they were trying to show the plight of fat people. How no, hard this it is was not an empowerment movie. It was. It no, was. Black Panther is an empowerment movie. Empowerment. You don't know because you didn't get that far into the movie. I couldn't. As a fat lady myself, mm. it's good and it's funny. Uh, baby Oopsie was cracking me up, just you know, just oh, I'll get you, you fucking bitch. It was just great, man. It was you know, and using that language towards you, women. Um, you used to, you used to know how to laugh, man. Now all you do is shit and puke. The fucking uh, world, Joe. But we'll get to that when we get to our list. I will recommend Baby Oopsie to all of you out there. I'd give it a shot. It is only an hour and 15 minutes long. Uh, good movie. Good movie. And it shows that you can make something and work within the confines of a low budget and still make a quality product. I'm going to watch part two. I'm going to watch part three because uh, Baby Oopsie, getting the thumbs up. If you want to see how much independent cinema has changed in the last 30 odd years. Go watch the original puppet master and then go try and watch baby. Oopsie. And just no, they're say, actually trying to be funny here. This isn't the fucking, uh, what's that evil bong, you know, that stuff, just, no, but it's uh, a quality thing from the beginning. It's just a quality thing. Just look at it and compare what independent films were back then and what they are now and just say mm. just they're just stealing money from you mm. worth a watch mm-hmm. and if you want to get fucked if you want to feel how it feels to get fucked then mm-hmm. <laughs> or if you just want to shit piss and puke all over the fucking place <clears throat> And those are my honorable mentions. I didn't do honorable mentions because I said, you know what? Fuck it. If you don't make the list, you don't make the list. I ain't honoring shit. Uh, but anyway, Tom, I don't know. I wish I wish we could see eye to eye, hum baby oopsie. But uh... Oh, fuck. I forgot. I got the figure. God damn it. I had to bring the figure up and say, Joe, listen. Oh, he's got the hand that holds like the does he come with the with the ruby? The fire opal. The fire opal. Yes. <laughs> Excuse me. No, it's all right. All right. So yes. This is one that was highly requested. No, it wasn't. We just, you know, one day I said, Hey, fuck it, let's watch the Wishmasters, because I kept on saying, I wish he'd go fuck himself. <laughs> uh so yeah, I thought we needed to rewatch these. So I have the old Artisan double pack with Wishmaster and Wishmaster 2 on it. So, um, Wishmaster on the uh, newest Vestron Blu ray release that has all four. Has all four, right? Yeah, I I didn't know that they put that out, but I probably wouldn't have bought it. Um, because I got this, Tom. I got this. I have that as well. Artisan, yes, Lionsgate. (laughs) And before Artisan, it was live entertainment to find folks who put out those Silent Night, Deadly Night sequels. So this is about a Jin, which is a fancy way of saying genie. And uh, 
you know, he's there granting wishes and shit, you know, because if he's not really, if somebody, maybe three uh, people out of 18 made a fucking actual wish. If uh, somebody he was, he was just asking shit. three wishes, the person that releases him, he gets to take over the world or something. It's really not clear. It's kind of muddled on how this whole shit works. But anyway, he's there with if a, a gen can or get a the person who released them like to that, make three wishes. Uh, he's the like, worlds will merge, wish. Joe. Make your last wish so I can take over the world. But then Zoraster, who is the the fucking court magician, even though that's a whole fucking religion. He says, nah, man, don't do that. Here, I'm going to trap you in this ruby. And uh, the, the djinn just says, hey, fuck it. Let's, you know, let's fuck this whole place up. And he does. And then Kurtzman and his buddies do all their special effects shit. And there's all kinds of cool shit going on. You know? Uh, I like this whole scene, this whole fucking uh, let's fuck up the Middle Ages type shit. And, uh, and then boom. Let's go to modern day. Because uh, they trapped him in the the uh, ruby, or as Tom likes to call it, the fire opal. You know, I thought opals were orange, but what the fuck do I know? Um, much. And in modern day, I don't know. They, there's a statue being transported, and uh, Ted Raimi, it falls on Ted Raimi. Ted Raimi's fucking dumb. Uh, <laughs> All because old Joe Pilato was drinking on the job. Yeah, so they—I don't know—the the genie's kind of released. You know, the lady rubs it on her tits, and so the genie comes out and it's like granting wishes, but not really wishes. Like, hey man, don't you? Uh, wouldn't you like it if this happened? Yeah, I would like that. So that counts as a wish or something. Mm. But, but anyway, you know, it, it's kind of it's kind of kind of weird. But he's trying to get this one bitch, this uh, questionably looking woman, you know. Uh, it's uh, Thomas Jane before he transitioned. She's kind of odd just... looking. Kind of, you know, at that time, you would always try to find some fox, you know, to, to play your lead. But uh, I guess they couldn't find a fox or something. Or this they got old Punisher in a wig. Chick was related to somebody. And uh, yeah. Jane. And it's uh, the Wishmaster's just fucking with her, trying to get her to make them three wishes so he can take over the world and destroy everything or something. And that's the movie, in a nutshell. And uh, it's all right. But what's not good is the acting. There, it's not really... They loaded it up with all their horror buddies. And the difference here is, yes, they're, they're hiring their buddies. In this, it's not like an independent film of today where somebody says, like, hey, let's get Scout Taylor Compton to come down and film for a day. That way we can put her on the fucking poster like she's the main star of it, even though she's in like a scene or something. Uh, they were just throwing their buddies a bone. Like, hey, Tony Todd, come and do this. Hey, Kane Hodder, you can't act for shit. And we know that. Come <laughs> and do this little scene for us. See this. And what are they going to say? No. Fuck no, they're gonna take whatever work they can, you know. Uh, Reggie Bannister's in it, and he's all right, you know. His scene's kind of funny, you know. It's nice to see old Reg. It was feeling kind of sad after that last phantasm, but uh, here he is back in his glory. Uh, and you got other assholes that you recognize from this and that. Angus Scrim does the voiceover at the beginning, but uh, George I the Buck Flower plays himself. Mm -hmm. I like the movie. 
I, I think Andrew Divoff is pretty good, you know, with his weird ass looking smile that he has. <laughs> um, <laughs> you need to make a wish. Uh, and, but yeah, I dig it. The the Wishmaster, the Jin, he looks cool. Uh, there's some cool effects, and there's some really shitty digital effects, man. Uh, yeah, that shit's never gonna be looking good. I don't think it looked good then, but god damn, it looks horrible horrible now some of this shit the the shit with kane hotter where they turned him into glass and then go god damn that sucked uh but overall i mean i like the movie i don't think i'm gonna like it enough to keep this in my collection <laughs> you know it's like this may be the last time i watch the wishmaster movies <laughs> but I liked it enough to put a shirt together. It's not going on the site, but I'll have it at shows, conventions, and stuff. If you want one, you can hit me up, send me an email or something. But uh, I'd do a little more research before I throw it on the site. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I used to fucking love this movie. Uh I remember the opening scene, well, not the opening scene, Rewatching it this time. I forgot about the whole opening scene where the motherfucker is making the fire opal. I was like, what the fuck is this shit? I don't remember this at all. And fucking we talked about this release whenever the fuck it came out a couple years ago or whatever. And uh, the uh, I always thought the uh, the massacre at the Persian palace or whatever was longer. There's some good stuff in there for sure. The fucking skeleton ripping out of that guy's body's fucking that awesome. Good. Yeah. Uh but uh, you know, is you just is he was watching it this time. I was just like, these motherfuckers aren't really making wishes. Like at one point the wish master's like, Would you like something to drink? Is it too cold in here for you? It's like, what the fuck is this? Like, people smoke more cigarettes than make actual wishes and say, I wish for. That happens, like, maybe three times. I think two of them is by old Thomas Jane, and one of them is by some other fucking random person. The Kane Hodder kill is fucking dumb. Like, some of these kills, like the Tony Todd one, what the fuck? Like why why are you even doing these these things? It's like the movie's directed by an effects dude and you're fucking get out of the box of water tea. And the Jin's hey. been fucking in a statue for like millennium and he knows who Houdini is and he's gonna put him in that shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, there's uh I used to love the movie, now I like it. There's uh there's some great effects in there as you said. There's a lot of bad digital stuff. The acting's not great. I noticed uh, this time around how cheap a lot of the sets were. The fucking when you're inside the fire opal, it's just a bunch of black sheets with white sheets on the back with red lighting coming through, and it doesn't look good in HD, Joseph. <laughs> well, I didn't have uh, that. Problem. <laughs> so, be in HD. I know everybody wants like, hey, you know, the fucking highest definition possible. No, give me no. more pixels, you fuck. <laughs> uh, 
what else was there? oh when uh all the statues are like in their little columns or whatever up on display you can just tell that's some old shitty foam board that they just kind of put together to look like something it just it looked a lot cheaper to me this go around but it's still pretty fun i still like it there's a lot of stuff to be had but i just don't have that love for it that uh that i used to that's all right you know you get older you change if you stayed the same i it yeah. is what it is yeah and like i've said you know this is a uh, our our show i think one of the things that differentiates ours aside from nobody watching or listening <laughs> is that, uh, um we, we don't let the fucking nostalgia bind us you know if we like something as uh teenagers or fucking 15 years ago doesn't mean we're gonna like it now or fucking you know try to sell it you know as it's a fucking great no it's you know it's not bad like i said it's but i'm that's it you know i don't feel the need to ever watch this again there's too much shit that i haven't watched (laughs) and i'm i'm gonna say this i tried looking I couldn't find anywhere that delivered it or would ship it in the mail. But uh, I guess Andrew Devoff has a brewery. If anybody knows the gentleman or can get a hold of the brewery, you're close. And can send us some beer, let me know. Because I would definitely like to try it. Even though all the novelty beer I've had in the past. Saying novelty, quote unquote, just because it's fucking his shit and... Who knows? It could be fucking like great shit, but uh, all the novelty beer I had before, excluding the sublime beer, which was just okay, have been fucking complete garbage. He was set up next to me at a show and he was really nice. He was real cool. Uh, You know, he came and talked to me when everything was slow or whatever. Uh, Yeah, nice dude. Yeah, I met him at the first horror convention I ever went to, and he seemed like a nice, genuine guy, so. Mm-hmm. Good for him. Yeah. Thanks for not being a prick, mate. All right. We'll talk <laughs> more about you next week, Andrew Divoff, when we review Wishmaster 2, Evil Never Dies Dies Tonight. Oh. <laughs> My mistake. And Tom's always loved this poster here. That's fucking, it's so dumb. Like, look at it. That was on my worst fucking movie posters of the fucking, uh, whenever we did that list. It makes it look like some fucking, like, Bram Stoker's Dracula fucker or some shit. Like, that's the motherfucker who's, like, stone on the cover. They just made him fucking colored like a fucking person. Sorry. They just made him colored like a fucking white person. My bad. (laughs) You ready to swing into another exciting issue of Amazing Spider-Man's? Issue 142. This is concluding from last issue when uh, Mysterio, we think, was making Spider-Man's go crazy and punch the walls and shit and and drive his Spider-Mobile into a pier and... uh, well, it just continues from there, you know. He, you know, it's kind of like bummed out. He's got his hands all wrapped up. He's still seeing visions of Mysterio, you know, and Mysterio 
takes off his bubble helmet and oh shit he did a headless horseman thing like there's nobody there and throws the fucking fishbowl at him <laughs> then rides off on his horse and uh then you know peter parker hangs out at his apartment for a little while he's got no furniture he's just a fucking bum <laughs> uh he finally calls aunt may and aunt may's drawn with like a sinister smile it's like a weird weird looking panel they just uh, colored the green goblin like a person yeah yeah <laughs> and uh ned leads and uh betty brant they, they announced that they're gonna get married so wow this is shaking up comic dumb you know there's all kinds of shit going on here uh, he finally figures out, oh, there's this little device on me that's been projecting all these visions I've seen. So I'm going to track <laughs> down Mysterio. And it turns out that Mysterio did die in prison, but this was his buddy, a stuntman, that uh, that was left all his supervillain equipment, you know, because you can leave him that in a will. <laughs> so he used it. To get back at Spider-Man's and, and make some money because J. Jonah Jerklin was paying him for this the whole time. And uh, one thing we saw here that's going to have other repercussions is we saw uh, Gwen Stacy run by, you know, in her little miniskirt and her go-go mm. boots and shit. And he thought that was more of Mysterio's shenanigans, but mm. as we'll see there's much more going on there another issue where nothing <sighs> fucking matters except uh old jay jonah was about to get fingered so he flew off to france yeah that's right this is the last we'll see of jay jonah because he is leaving the country he becomes a frenchman ah <laughs> uh, he becomes a lover of baguettes yeah I don't know. I don't, you know, it's questionable how Spider-Man became so popular. Uh, how it became such a, an icon, the figurehead, really, of Marvel Comics. Because this shit is not good. And I'm saying most comics had to suck a fucking dick back in the day because of the comic code. I'm still going with that shit. Like, that was the fucking problem. They had to make little pussyhole stuff in order to get it on the fucking newsstands or whatever. Well, next but, week, back to the giant size. Giant size. Well, number four, uh, featuring the Punisher. The Punisher is back yet again. This is one I've never read and I've never seen anywhere. Didn't even recognize this cover. So we'll see. I hope it's fucking good. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what they say about hope. Mm. Abandon all. So, uh, we've been, uh, well, I've been hinting it for a while. I, uh, the top 10 lists have become a bit much. <laughs> I know everybody, they did not everybody, but about three people have said that they like them and, uh, that's their favorite part of the show. And they like here in the top 10 list, but unfortunately, uh, what is it? Two episodes ago now that was that was our last top ten list. But don't fret because we are replacing it with another segment that you might enjoy. And it is 
a top five list. It's just, look, we're already going on a half fucking hour. And if we would do a top 10 list, we'd be here for another fucking half fucking hour. And let's be real. Most of it's just fucking filler. 10 things and five honorable mentions. We're just sitting here listing off 30 fucking things. So we (laughs) condensed it. We got three honorable mentions and then our five things. I mean, guys, it's going to be the same shit. Don't stress out about it. Except for this week, because I I couldn't remember how many honorable mentions we were going to do, so I didn't oh, do shit. any. Okay. I said, fuck it. I did five things. So we're going to have a list of five. That's all I'm doing. Uh, and our list this week was, uh, since it's a new year, I wanted to talk about new things that we were excited about, but then were let down by, you know, just Kind of like this year, you know? Are you excited about this year? I'm not, because I know better. You know? Don't fucking get excited about shit that's going to turn around and fuck you. Um, but anyway, Tom, you've got honorable mentions. I don't. Yes, and I uh, fucked up a little bit. I did uh, things we are disappointed by. So, I mean, it's kind of in the realm. It's not like new things or anything. I guess you can kind of word this so it'll fit in, but... I went by top five disappointments. Oh, okay. So for honorable mentions, I have most restaurants. For some reason, I just don't like fucking going to restaurants. Most of them I don't find appetizing, I guess. I didn't think I was a picky eater, judging by my frame. But, Joe, (laughs) I guess I am. I guess I am. And then I have uh, Discontinuing Slow Ride and Lame Duck. Those were two of my favorite fucking beers. And no mas, amigo. No mas. Both sad days. And then I have movies. More. uh, What? More specifically, that's the word. Cloverfield, The Devil's Rejects, and Blues Brothers 2000. Those were three movies that came to mind that I was highly disappointed by that I was looking forward to. And Joe, those are my honorable mentions. All right, Tom. At number five. So... Frank Miller wrote this uh, comic book called The Dark Knight Returns, Tom. And this was Fuck. one of the biggest comics around. It still <sighs> sells well. It's a great fucking comic. I know what you're going to say. So he did a sequel to this called The Dark Knight Strikes Back. And I got to admit that I was looking forward to it because The Dark Knight Returns is fucking badass. I didn't take into consideration that between the publication of these two books, Frank Miller got rich. Like, he got real fucking rich. His shit was getting adapted this, you know, left and right. You know, Sin City, 300. DC just threw a shitload of money at him to make this, and it shows. It is a piece of shit. The Dark Knight Strikes Back, you know, the original was like a bunch of little panels. It was this well-thought-out story that goes through... This one's big fucking panels. Big panels. 
that you know just take up a whole page or maybe two panels per page he just rushed this shit out there the story you don't give a fuck about i was pissed fucking pissed fuck you frank miller well i was wrong i thought you were gonna go with holy terror the batman story he changed into some muslim fighting guy i didn't even bother with that one Mm. Mm. not good joe number five for my top 10 disappointments is not staying in touch with people i'm pretty bad at that (laughs) especially when i was watching that uh lieutenant jangles movie uh like listening to the commentary track and seeing behind the scenes like oh it's a bunch of friends just making a movie and shit (sighs) barely talked to anyone used to make movies with falling outs or whatever and shit and i'm just bad at you know keeping in touch like there's people i used to talk on facebook all the time then you know just slowly it becomes less and less and less till it's nil and Sorry, everybody. There's just not enough hours in the day, I guess, and times change and shit. And it's disappointing, Joe, that you're not able to stay in touch with everybody anymore. Yeah. Mm. At number four, Tom, some of my favorite movies when I'm a kid, when I was a kid, were uh, The Planet of the Apes. I like that whole fucking series of movies. So I was kind of pumped when uh, it was announced that Tim Burton was making a new Planet of the Apes movie. And uh, I think I paid for a friend of mine and my little brother to go see this in the theater. And man, did that stink. <laughs> what a piece of shit. I was very disappointed. Very disappointed. <laughs> Fuck you, Mark Wahlberg. Thinking of that, it reminded me of the Savini school and how they had like big those big Planet of the Ape theater banners hanging up. It's like nobody who was a teacher there or anything worked on them. I guess they just had it. And then that that was making me think it was just like, damn, that school should have made the list. But it didn't. I'm bringing it up now, though. (laughs) Snuck it in there. Number four, I have the fact that weed isn't legal yet. Sure it is in some states, but needs to be legal fucking on a federal level. Just tax the fucking shit out of it like they do up in old Illinois, and it'll fucking, it'll be all right. It's goddamn ridiculous, Joe. Not only ridiculous, but it's a fucking disappointment. Just like my stepson. Tom, there were a couple of video games that I enjoyed playing. One was called Splatterhouse. The other one was called Splatterhouse 2. <laughs> you know, and you know, technology changed and you know, video games got a lot better. And I saw, hey, in 2010, they're making a new Splatterhouse game. And uh it was okay. <laughs> You know, this wasn't a horrible game, but 
I didn't finish it, you know? <laughs> Hardly fucking played it. It's like, yeah, this really ain't that fun. I was disappointed, Tom, in Splatterhouse. <laughs> I liked it, but it's a little repetitive. Mm-hmm. Once you see those gore combos a few times, it's, it is what it is. Yeah, yeah. But they got what's his nuts to do the voice of the mask. I forgot his name, but uh, he's fucking does a lot of voice work and shit. Angus I wish Rick. I can remember. Yes. <laughs> oh, Rick. 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 Good stuff. Fucking prick. My number three, Joe, is also a video game. I'm not disappointed in the game. Because I never bought or played it. I'm disappointed in Midway for releasing a fucking Mortal Kombat game that was rated teen. What the fuck is the matter with you? It's the whole goddamn point of Mortal Kombat, you fuck. Just because you wanted to do a game where fucking Sub-Zero fights Batman and shit? Fuck you. If you wanted to make a DC fighting game, just make the goddamn DC fighting game. Don't put Mortal Kombat characters in it and make it teen. And then everybody's like, what the fuck is this shit? MK versus DC, go fuck yourself. Like I said, never played the game. Can't be disappointed in it. But I can be disappointed at what I would have called fine people at Midway. Suck a dick. Um. I didn't remember enough of this game, so it didn't make my list. But, you know, it, it was in the back of my mind. It's uh, Duke Nukem Forever. Fuck. <laughs> but what did make too. my list is uh, Twilight Zone is a kick-ass show. I still enjoy going back and watching that. Even the revival they did in, like, uh, 85, I think, that shit was good. That ran for three seasons. But in 2002, they did another revival. It's, yes, baby, the fucking zone is back. <laughs> Man, <laughs> god damn. It, they threw no money at it. Forrest Whitaker was the host. You know, he's their fucking Rod Serling, no fucking cockeyed Forrest Whitaker. Ghost dog. Yeah, that's a good movie, but this wasn't good. <laughs> Sullied the name. Twilight. So I didn't even bother with the with the new one that the old Nope guy did. Uh, yeah, no, I think you watched a couple fucking episodes. No, I haven't. I think you talked about it, girl. I think you talked about it. I definitely did not. I didn't even know where to watch them. <laughs> On the television. Mm. <laughs> yeah, On your like, phone. <laughs> like just everybody can afford one of those. <laughs> Joe, my number two, I thought was going to be my number one. But surprisingly, there is one more thing I find more disappointing than life, Joe. You know, you have all these dreams. You think shit's going to turn out one way. You sacrifice. You work hard. You do what you think you need to do. And in the end, you're... In the same goddamn place 18 years later, wondering, when, Lord, when is it going to be my time? You're preaching to the choir, buddy. 
and the answer is never. Fuck you. Life, Joe, number two. All right. Number one, I got to admit, I was uh, pretty excited about this stupid novelty piece of shit. And uh, it's the uh, Ghost Pepper Whopper, you know. Thought, shit, that sounds good. And fuck, it's for a limited time only? All right. You know, and they're doing these different burgers every October, you know. So they're not going to have this one next year. I got to try it sucked. Ghost pepper wok had an orange <laughs> bun. You know, it had no heat to it whatsoever. It's a big disappointment. Was, yeah, I, you know, fuck fat fast food places, like you said. You know, I, I do it sometimes. You know, I'm fucking hungry, and you know, you don't want to make anything, so fuck it. You know, I'll stick with Whataburger or something. I know, Taco Cabana. Um, but yeah, you let me down, Burger King. You fucking let me down. Should have just stuck with the official burger of DWM oh, Productions Texas THC burger. podcast sponsored by Fast Custom Shirts here at boygob.com. Texas Double Whopper. Okay, which has more heat than this piece of shit did. This got jalapenos. Mm. Mm. Joe, my number one. No bigger disappointment to myself than myself, Joe. <laughs> One of these days, there's uh, I'm my biggest critic, and I'm I think I'm the hardest on myself than I than I am to anybody. And the goddamn disappointment. Fuck. All I can do is Try harder every day. So next week, Joe, we're going to do the top five things we were surprised by. How does that sound? So we will do the inverse of this list. Yes, yes. So just surprised by in general? That we were surprised we liked? Oh, okay. You know, that we you mean like we weren't expecting to give a shit about, and then we were like, hey, that surprised me. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> and we could probably just go back at this point and do lists that we didn't do in the old YouTube era if we mm-hmm. need to. <laughs> so, <laughs> hey, everybody. Welcome back to. The show, welcome to 2023, and fuck, we're in for a very terrible year. So get ready. Yeah, I hope life doesn't throw too many curveballs at you guys. I hope it is a somewhat passive year, a year which when hopefully nothing much happens. You know, that's a good year to me. And uh, But, you know, if you want something to happen, you should go to dwmproductions.net. Check out all the stuff, Tom. It's a new year. Maybe you get some new masks up on the site. We I don't hope know. so. I would definitely like to do more uh, like stuff that I put out there than I've been able to do. So I miss that. I will say that. Granted, <laughs> nobody fucking buys this shit, but sometimes you just got to do stuff you want to do. Yeah, exactly. 
then after that you can head on over to fast custom shirts like i said hundreds upon hundreds maybe even a thousand and a couple extra t-shirt designs that you can get mostly if you're not a big fat fuck like myself for ten dollars plus shipping but if you are a big fat fuck Eh, another two, three bucks. What's that to you? A double cheeseburger? You don't need it. Put it down. <laughs> get the fucking extra large shirt. So you're like, yeah, now I got to fucking stop eating these fucking app purchase cheeseburgers. So do all that shit. Uh, next week, we got Wishmaster 2. Joe, he's been saying he loves this shit because of the lawyer scene. I remember it definitely being a severe drop in quality the last time I seen it, not liking it as much. So uh, we'll see how it goes this time. We'll see. Everybody, like Joe said, hope the year goes just a straight line. Mm -hmm. Enjoy your week. We will be back, Joe. Thank you, as always, and boy, God. Oh!